my god that's so sad but i wish like why didn't i would have just let me wear the fucking light up shoes yeah. i would have got made fun of a hundred percent but who cares you would have been lighting up that whole, I made that fun whole of gym no floor <laughs> hello hi welcome back to another, another episode, episode of it's, it's for, for the, the table. table we are the women of it's for the table and we're here to share a little something for everybody that's right to, to the, the table. table we're here to share our experiences as authentically as we would at a sunday brunch with each other unafraid to shine a light on topics otherwise kept in the dark we're unapologetic a little bit messy but so ready, ready to own our stories do you want to just finish it oh no sorry <laughs> I was just being your hype man. <laughs> so take an hour, take off your bra, if you're wearing one, grab your drink. Or your coffee. Or your sugar-free iced latte. Oh, with, with skinny caramel. <laughs> skinny vanilla. <laughs> and let's be heard together. together. So if you missed it, last week was our episode 30. Um, and it was labeled, or it was called Us Too. So we dove into the Me Too movement and sexual abuse and sexual assault and just uncovered all of that stuff. And it was definitely a harder episode to record. Yeah. When me and Gabby got up from finishing that episode. I uh, feel like I got hit with a ton of bricks. I was like, I was like, I, that was so, it was so weird recording. Yeah. Because like, it just was so much, it was so, it was so serious. Yeah, it was. And we didn't even say like, we didn't even say like half the stuff that we could right. have said on so many like right. stories. So just the fact that we were uncomfortable, just like even like dabbling into that yeah. conversation and into that topic I meant, that means we just need to start kind of talking about that stuff more. For sure. And we both agreed that it's, there's definitely a part two and three to that topic and we know how sensitive it is. Um, so if you are going to listen to episode 30, um, you know, listener discretion is advised. Mm -hmm. Um, if you aren't already, you should, but you should follow us on all our social media platforms. Mm -hmm. We are on Twitter and Instagram at It's For The Table. And we have a Facebook page. Please like it. And um, if you're not like super big into social media, which I don't know who isn't, but if, <laughs> if you're one of those people, um, it would really be helpful if you could leave a five-star review and also share this episode with a friend or if you do use social media, share it on the post. Um, that would be super helpful to us. Like that's the way that you can help yeah. support our podcast and what we're doing. If you like what we're doing. If you like what we're doing. Like it if you like it. Like it if you like it. All right. So what are we talking about this week? So this week is episode 31. Mm. So actually Alyssa came up with this idea and I thought it was really good. Shocker. Oh my God. <laughs> no, we're going to be talking about <laughs> 10 things that we wish we knew when we were younger. Yeah. Ten, basically 10 things we wish we told ourselves at a younger age um but not to take away from the fact that obviously like there was mistakes that needed to be made like, for sure to eventually figure out this stuff but it just like if we could g travel back in time just to give my younger self a little bit of advice a little tlc <laughs> just, just to help her out a smidge <laughs> and it is december and it's basically the last month of 2020 thank god seriously my god we're finally gonna get rid of 2020 so we figured this was a nice you know a nice little uh, uh, a brief into change and, and getting yourself ready for the new year and setting goals for yourself and um, and kind of making sure that you're you're moving forward and like we said before tell your your younger self what you uh, what you wish you knew. Mm -hmm. So we're just gonna start it right off. Do you want to um, start? Yeah, I think um, obviously the first one for the both of us um, is relationships. 
uh we definitely both had relationships at a really young age but we had we both had high, high school sweethearts didn't we i wouldn't consider him a sweetheart but yes <laughs> <laughs> yes we did have we both had long-term we high both school. had high school parasites um <laughs> They really, wow, what they really, word. they really clung on to us for a really long time. I was thinking time. like sweet tart, but I'm like, that's stupid. Sweet tart? Parasite, that was a good one. Parasite. <laughs> felt a like leech. A leech. <laughs> a toxin. <laughs> Wait, leech was pretty funny. Um, no, I think I, I would have told myself to stay out of a relationship. That's no slight to any person I was with after my high school um, person <laughs> high school parasite <laughs> I, I would have stayed out of a relationship until I was probably about 25 yeah no I, I agree I mean I think th- it's so funny because like me and Jeff met when I was 21 basically like when we first started dating but even that like we broke up a lot those first two years and I know it was because of like my maturity level and like committing to like I have to sneeze oh go ahead hold on wait now you're looking at me now I can't do it hey look at the other direction Okay, I think it went away. It went away. <laughs> but I, I think for in your situation, I think it worked out in your favor, which you're one of the few, the few and rare that you yeah. guys wound up like, like kind of growing together. Oh, yeah, for sure. Whereas like, I, I feel like such a mom saying this, but I think that like when you're so young, you have no idea who you are. No you idea. No idea what your triggers right. are or like what like you, it really means to love yeah. somebody and to be loved and how you need to be loved and what your love language is. Yeah. I think that is so so important. important to just explore yeah and I, I just the amount of times i was held back in my high school relationship not even from like dating other people but just from becoming like who i was yeah. supposed to be like from exposure with other friends other people yeah, other just, things yeah it, it, it's just too early of an age to take on somebody else's insecurities right. and somebody else's issues and somebody else's baggage like my mom spent oh my god i this like makes me want to throw up because i was such like a fucking brat about it but my mom spent a lot of money for me to live down the shore with my best friends at the time for my senior shore house oh my god i remember the story two five ny 25th in newark i was down there <laughs> probably out. three fucking times and my mom has spent like probably like a little over two thousand dollars right. when i lived down there for the summer i went down two maybe three times the entire summer like i had a, i because, had my room down there because you wanted to stay back with your boyfriend and because my boyfriend, your parasite my my parasite didn't want me down the shore all right. summer without him and like that could and then that's like me. and is it so funny and, and like now today you're just like oh my god i wish i had more oh of those memories god, like I, I i wish i i wish i lived down the shore like granted our house was disgusting and we were fucking at 17 years old when you're 17 a house looks like and a, a sh- mansion it, it was like a sh- and it was like a shit show and like they're like there there yeah. were so many like fights but I, I just think that's like part of the experience of like being in high school yeah like the fact that i was like so committed to like one person and like yeah. their and their views of For who sure. i wanted to be it held me back and it, it, it prolonged me growing up to sure. such an extent yeah and I, reg- I i hate regretting stuff but I, I really do wish i didn't get into a relationship yeah with any of my exes until about 25 <laughs> I would have, there's no way I would have, I would have. <laughs> until about last year. Until <laughs> about um, last week. I think I feel re- like so actually this is ten, ready. So this is one of the 10 things that you wish you told yourself last week. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. So yeah. So if you could take anything from this, like, and if you're still young and you're listening, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Explore a little. They don't deserve you. They don't deserve you. You do not, if you're, if you're crying and if you're, if you're crying, if you feel insecure, if you're staying out late at night to check out what they're doing, if you're stalking their social media, if you're stalking their Venmo, if you're stalking, you're stalking any aspect, their if, Venmo. if you're complaining to your friends about the same kind of thing every single time, they do not deserve you. Move on. Period. Period. That's it. Ugh. Ugh. 
Well, we really we really went hard on the first one. I know. The things I let people get away with, I would the never. Th- <laughs> uh, speaking of getting away with it, number two, um, wear sunscreen. Mm. I let myself get away with not wearing sunscreen for most of my youth. And I, I feel blessed that I have good skin. Not not because I did anything. It's because of my parents. But, like, I remember, like, do you remember being young on the beach and, like, putting body oil on you and, like, tan, like, any type of I remember sun, like, not sunscreen, like, sun tanner. When I was 17, me and my friends booked a trip to Cancun. Mm-hmm. I remember being in the hot Mexico sun with us passing around baby oil baby oil yeah for us to like we want it to lather on your skin so bad right. so like it would eventually like turn into the tan right and it was it is it's horrible for your skin I, there's i think the sun changed because like i don't i don't <laughs> get it i don't get as tan as She's i different. used to like She's i different. like my body doesn't react to it. like maybe it's my like pigmentation mm-hmm. or like my skin on my i just don't get tan the way i used to probably because i i burn off all my pigmentation yeah and then my body's like go go screw yourself <laughs> get, get back in the house go put on spf 70 i don't think people realize how important sunscreen is though for your skin like even yeah. just like your face like people are like i don't want all that white shit on my face right Dirty, or or you know what um my one friend is like oh it's so sticky i hate no. it i'm like yeah but Yo. like th- they make they make spf for your face like a, like a sunscreen yeah a moisturizer I that put on spf every single morning after, every after, morning after my moisturizer because my moisturizer doesn't have spf yes. in it and my face is not sticky yeah, it's not oily. I mean, it looks a little oily right now, but you look I good. see Gabby staring at me. Well, because you said it, I can't. I, I have to stare at you now. But also, FYI, like, wear sunscreen all year round. It if it's cloudy, you can still get sunburned. Yes, burnt. that's that's a good point. She's still shining, but also she's still a shady bitch hiding behind <laughs> those clouds, and she's gonna get you. Wear your fucking sunscreen. Also, another thing when it comes to sunscreen, wear chapstick. Uh, chapstick. My my best friend Ashley literally where it puts on chapstick 55,000 times a day <laughs> and it's like it's the point where the chapstick is in the shape of her like lips now like it looks right. like lipstick right but she has the best looking lips I've ever seen and that's the thing when it comes to like chapstick and sunscreen when you do it at a young age for so long like those are the results that you won't see from a year but right. when you 10 years from now you're gonna be like thank god I was taught to put on sunscreen at such a young age even yeah, if it's not immediate it doesn't matter to our mindsets well exactly but that's that's what i mean that's why it's number two on our list well in addition to the sunscreen i think just overall adapting a healthier lifestyle i think what it would is so beneficial as early as possible to start that not even yeah and and healthy lifestyle not when it comes to just like diet and food and stuff like that and exercise but like like self-care yeah like i remember when i was younger like even like late middle school like seventh or eighth grade i would get up roll out of bed brush my teeth brush my hair and that's it Mm -hmm. like you were never taught to like wash your face and then after you wash your face moisturize a little bit and like you know there's like things like that even like for like i don't know why but i used to feel like uncomfortable like having to ask my mom for like pads Mm. like when i get my period because like yeah me too i think anything about like taking care of yourself it is like weirdly embedded in us to not do it you know why like it's because it's tied to like extra i think it's tied to like puberty it's a, it's like an it, embarrassing shameful right. thing yeah i mean i remember i i hid shaving my legs from my oh. parents i would sneak into my mom's bathroom mm-hmm. steal her razor shave my legs and my dumbass didn't know how to do it obviously and uh. i would i would cut all my knees and then i would come downstairs for dinner and i would have like band-aids all over my knees and my mom's like what the fuck happened to you and then i got grounded because i stole her razor i would steal my dad's Oh, the men's the, razors the are, the so men's razors are so much so better so much better but i remember being in the schoolyard six blades I was baby in fifth grade and we were in gym class and i was wearing shorts because it was like towards the end of the school year yeah and 
somebody made fun of the hair of my legs i'm like That's my hair so is like mean. blonde so like you can barely see my hair yeah. so like it had to obviously be real but i never shaved before yeah i that was when i started shaving even That's like wearing crazy. deodorant like i like nobody yeah. ever like teaches you to wear right. this stuff i know it's like just like it's like vaguely talked about like oh you should do this you should do that but then it's just like okay it, like, d- it doesn't why? go beyond that yeah, yeah. it's like uh, okay I'll, i guess i'll just listen right. to you and nowadays it's like i love spending the 20 20 to 30 minutes of like putting on a hair mask putting on a face mask like yeah, moisturize like like that shit it matters it matters and it also feels good mm-hmm. besides it it ma- obviously like sunscreen matters and all that kind of stuff but like it feels it feels good to like pamper yourself yeah like i i spend i mean i used to really be into makeup especially when i went to like the makeup school yeah i spend so much money on makeup and the best foundation and the best concealer and all this stuff but it's like if if i'm not taking care of what's underneath the makeup then it that the no matter what how much i spend on makeup doesn't matter like i right. should be like i started investing that money into my skincare routine yeah because like your your the paint only goes on as smooth as the canvas is like you have oh to like God. worry about that that was like okay but nobody teaches you i like that thanks you should tweet it <laughs> <laughs> maybe i'll think about it <laughs> um oh number three me and me and Alyssa thought this uh we both thought about this. It was like the same idea. Yeah, it was the same idea. So for me is I have one sibling and it's my younger sister. And when her and I were growing up, we never got along. And we're only two years apart. Like I'm talking about we would always like rat on each other. We were so mean to each other. We would ignore each other, all this stuff. And it's like I had a best friend there the whole time. And you don't realize it until you're older. And nowadays it's like now we, we live far away from each other. We don't see each other every week. But I text her every day because I miss her. And it's like we lived under the roof for so long and we were only two years apart. And we were both girls and we both were in the same thing. And it's so sad that like I just let that slip away. I know. but So my 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 part to Gabby's when we were both comparing what we our list, like mine was make your mom your best friend. Yeah, I can't do that. I still have drama. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like my at the time, like my brother was six years older than me and then I'm Mm -hmm. 10 years older than my sister. So like the sibling aspect of it, like. I, it was like a weird time for me yeah. to become best friends with my sister right. but with m- my my mom it's just like the whole the whole point is to start utilizing the people that you have in your corner that are there right. for you and that are good people because you have to appreciate them while you still have them like yeah. i there's so many times like i went days without talking to my mom because i was being a little bitch and i started this huge fight and right. i just wish they never existed like you just right. say, say all this mean stuff to them and it's like they forgive you because like conditional love hashtag but unconditional love unconditional. <laughs> but i just i i wish that i didn't take out so much like especially with puberty and like being yeah. younger you take out all of your frustrations and all of your insecurities and all of your hate like on the people that you yeah. love the most 100 percent. like to use those people as a punching bag as opposed to like your your rock right is 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 sad that like, it's and, a wasted time and that also comes with like communication right like mm-hmm. if if i ever have kids um you know, I, I always think about myself being a mom, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I think <laughs> and I think about like I have to provide that for my my kid, too. Like I have to be able to communicate the with them. Thing. It's yeah. the same thing because like I didn't have that with my mom. And obviously I was a brat, too, when I was young and all that stuff. But at the same time, it's like if she knew to communicate with me, 
Do you know what I mean? Like right. it goes both ways well, for sure. There are so many times I wish I told my mom certain things and certain stories because yeah. I think she could have helped me. To but, even break the ice, right? But, to even just like. Right. But I, I never told her like those kind of stories because like I didn't think she would understand. But it's like you kind of forget that like you're human, that they're human. Yeah. And they, like they experience And that they too. weren't always the age that they are. And like they, they, they were just never told too. you. And it's just like. Yeah. And you just. crazy. Yeah. You put each other up on a pedestal and it just ruins yeah. the relationship. And it's like now my mom's my best friend. But right. I wish she was my best friend. Like she's. When you those times that you needed her yeah, right when i needed like a good best friend right yeah so yeah you know friends can come and go but you know family members that mean a lot to you are always going to be there um and that says a lot coming from me because you know how i feel about family yeah but <laughs> just, just pick, pick pick your people yeah pick your people um oh number four Alyssa said this one raise um always raise your hand i was the know-it-all in school and I got you good would grades. be the know-it-all I, I got good grades that makes sense I, I mostly like always had the right answer but the amount of times that I knew the answer and I knew the answer was right versus the time that I raised my hand because of it it just right. it, it doesn't make sense like if I knew the answer eight times out of ten I was only raising my hand probably one of those so times. right so like why wouldn't you raise your hand though yeah and it's because I was worried about one sounding stupid not being right. right i was worried about what other people around me thought like it was the most also it was it was cool it was cool not to raise your hand yeah you were like the dork and like yeah. back in the day like being a dork was like the worst thing you could be called yeah. <laughs> but i i mean i was a dork and i and i i did like learning so yeah i just because you don't realize that like those little decisions where you you're choosing not to put yourself out there and to not raise your hand quote unquote it trickles into so many other areas of your life like i if i didn't have the confidence to like speak speak my answer and to yeah. or the confidence to be right in front of people or to be wrong in front of people like then how am i supposed to have the confidence to be a, an adult outside exactly. of the world and to just make my own decisions it's yeah it, it's a really bad trait yeah. and i also think um in grade school i i was co-ed obviously but mm-hmm. high school i went to all-girls school but it's because i i think it was the the boy girl aspect in grade school yeah. that that's where i learned to stop raising my hand because i didn't want it, the i mean boys it makes not like me i didn't right. want them to to right. like make fun of me for whatever reason which is so fun it, and you think it's about it today and you're like wow that was so stupid so stupid another piggyback off raising your hand like obviously you know most of the time you would raise your hand to speak up about like an answer but also like speaking up against bullying i think is another one like there were so many times where i think um and i'm sure everybody can relate to this where they saw kids getting picked on and you watched it happen but it was the it was cool to either ignore it or like laugh with them uh-huh. i remember in high school i was sophomore year and there was this one kid that obviously had like a learning disability and he was just a little bit different. And there's these uh, boys that just picked on him all the time. And I remember one time I like told them to shut the fuck up. And I remember saying the word fuck. And we were in the like computer class. Remember when you had a computer class? And I remember saying it. And I was like, guys, just shut the fuck up and leave him alone. But I said it loud enough that the teacher was there. And I was like, oh, no. And like, did you get in trouble? So I got called down to the to the principal's office. And I was like, oh, my God. And of course, like Catholic school. And I'm like, oh, I said it. I said the F word. I'm going to hell. (laughs) But actually, I got called into the principal's office. And I actually met with um, the principal. And he told me that the teacher actually was like um, the teacher actually told the principal like what happened and was actually thanking me because his mom kept calling the office because he would come home crying because he got picked on so much. I'm going to cry. I know. And I was like, and I think that realization sophomore year, I was like, okay, like this shit's real. Like when kids get made fun of and get picked on, it doesn't, they don't, they take it home with them. They don't just leave it at school. Uh, Like it follows them every day and it, it it affects how they're developed as an adult. And And you wish somebody would do it for you. And And you wish wish somebody somebody would do it for you. And now I'm thinking of my sister, like 
I, I hope that if someone were to see her get bullied, like that somebody would speak up yeah. for them yeah. or that she would do it for somebody else too. For sure. So yeah, that was definitely a piggyback off of that one. That's a good one. Oh, five. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. <Ooh>. you're excited. <laughs> Why don't you say it? <laughs> no. Um, uh, so for five, we both put <laughs> not just, <laughs> I don't know why I was so excited for that one. Um, hobbies and being well-rounded. I think it is so important to be well-rounded, but I didn't realize the importance of it until, well, last year probably, <laughs> where I kind of learned everything. But um, I think, because I, I, after all the self-help books I read and like podcasts you listen to, right. they always say, like when you like are looking for your passion, your purpose, um, they say to like kind of go back to when you were younger and yeah. like, what were your hobbies? Like like making that connection. Yes. And like, yeah. like that's how you piece it together. So it's like, I remember I used to write stories and I used to draw fashion designs. I used to hang them all over my wall. Right. Like that's like, I, I just used to be so creative in, right. in that aspect. But then at some point you just decide for yourself that it's not cool to do anymore. And I saw a quote was like, who were, who, I think I wrote it down. Yeah. What did you want to be before the world told you who to be? Mm. Oh, and I hate like, that. Yeah, because like you just let at the the second I, I I don't know what age that the mind shifts like that, but you just become so hyper aware yeah. of everything you do and so hyper aware of how everybody is reacting to what you're doing. Yeah. Like I I I used to not go outside to play because I was like sitting there drawing fashion designs, thinking I was going to be a fashion Aww, designer. Oh, that's which so is, cute. I made my dad like draw like a walk me to Toys R Us of the street, and he would it, like there was like this like art sketch thing, and you would literally like make your own clothes from it. And my mom oh, bought me a so sewing cool. machine for Christmas. Like I was so into it. Right. And then all of a sudden, I was like, your brain just told you it wasn't cool enough anymore. Because yeah. it's not like, and I'm like why i don't know I, I just wish I, isn't like, that so funny i wish i fought more for the hobbies but you said yeah. that you, what what instruments did you play i played i played piano and guitar when i was young and i actually loved it because i too was like really creative and i was always drawing and i was always like using my hands and i played piano for i think about eight eight to nine years and I guitar for too. three yeah and i actually really enjoy like singing and like just like music and I never, I remember being, uh, this was when I was really young and I would like do performances for my parents and I would like yeah. sing to them and I would sing all the Disney songs and I would play piano and I would learn, I started learning like Alicia Keys songs and like all that kind of stuff. I, and I'm like, I loved it, but you're right. I remember it started, it stopped because I started, oh my God, you know what it was? I would have in our neighborhood, we had like a bunch of um, kids my age mm -hmm. and they would always, you know, when you would like knock on the doors and like go hang out. And I remember I started lying about having a piano lesson and kids would knock on our doors. And of course, this one kid, his name was Chris and he would knock on the door and be uh -huh. like, hi, can Gab come out and play? And I would, I would be so embarrassed that I was doing a piano lesson and I was like, oh my God. And I would make my sister answer the door and, and tell her that I was like in the shower or like I was at another friend's house or something. Cause it was like in my head i was like that's not cool it's not cool, cool to like play piano or sing or do any of that but not for nothing like those are the things that make people cool i know like uh, look at lizzo okay so lizzo's like obviously like an incredible artist grammy i think she she won she's not just a nom nominated right i'm pretty sure she's like i think uh, she won bad bitch of the year <laughs> <laughs> that was just me she did win I, I, in I our book to her <laughs> but no she she did um she did a, a documentary episode with David Letterman on Netflix and David Letterman went to go visit her home and she talks about how her dad instilled in her at such a young age that she needed to get involved in music and stick with it and um, and playing the flute like playing the flute she played it forever 
and she was like it was just a stupid instrument like who the fuck is going to do anything with playing the flute and then now, now it's, it's like it's she like, makes music in her living room and she's just like dropping flute lines in there <laughs> and it sounds so fucking cool I, I know but it's like you also like i wish so i am not an athletic person which is weird because I work out a lot and, yeah. I'm, and I'm like, you have a lot of like, you have really good endurance and like yeah, so strength. It, so it didn't make sense that I'm not, that I didn't play sports. You weren't like sporty spice. But I, I think I told myself that, like, I remember my mom signed me up for soccer and I got hit in the head one time and I walked <laughs> off the, the, the field and I, my mom never let me go back. Like I was like, I'm not going back there because I got hit in the head. Because you were probably embarrassed. And again, yeah, I'm just like, and th- I think that's what it is. Like, and maybe you just, just needed a little pep talk of like everybody gets hit in the head with I a did. ball like, I, I gave up dancing on my 10th year because i was like yeah. i just i remember being on stage and i'm just like i i hate like i i hate this but i love dancing yeah i don't know just like the things you tell yourself like don't believe everything you tell yourself 100 percent. and it's so funny because they say like you you learn a lot faster um and stronger at a young age like yeah. that's how you pick up your skills that, that, which is why people who've done instruments at such a young age that are award-winning artists today can mm-hmm. can play anything without looking at any notes or just come up with shit by themselves it's so cool like your your mind has to be stronger than what than what the outside yeah. people are telling you like you just have to stick to it but i guess like if you really like if i really love soccer i probably would have kept doing it yeah. but it's just the whole point of just like trying everything giving everything a chance yeah. Oh, which goes really good into our next one, which is happy, being happy versus being comfortable. I used to have this quote on my Instagram and probably my <laughs> MySpace. Cause I've, I, I, on your MySpace like, in like the bio. Was this, was this like your like away message on, on instant message? No, what's the, you used to post like, um, remember like the, the bulletin board on MySpace, like where people would post <laughs> the surveys. Me? No, okay, I don't. Well, whatever. Anyways, um, you knew MySpace way more than <laughs> I did. <laughs> My qu- the quote is like, are you really happy or just really comfortable? And so I kind of always had that in the back of my head because it is, it is very easy to get comfortable in something, even yeah. if it's bad, like even if you're miserable doing it, yeah. but it just becomes such a routine in you. And I think like, and people are afraid of change and, and so afraid of change. Yeah. So, and so even, um, Gabby brought up the, like the idea of like having to stay in one job forever. I don't know where we got that twisted. I maybe because just our parents, like my yeah. mom's been in the same job, like my stepdad's been in the same yeah. job, and even though they they go to it every day from nine to five and they don't like it, they still do it for forty years. Yeah, and I'm like, uh, so like you have it's that a, when you head. see that at a young age, you think that you have to do the same thing. Yeah, like I re- like even the pizza store I talked about like last year, like, uh, last episode, last, last episode when I was getting like sexually harassed at the pizza <laughs> store, I stayed there. Why did I stay there? I was like making like six bucks an hour under the table. Like right. it was not good money. Right. It's it, you're, you're, it's so That's true. Like, like my you, job. it's I like embedded in you that you have to stick with a job or like yeah. leaving a job is bad, which is crazy. Cause like when I was growing up, I was at, I, I was a tennis instructor um for like adults and kids That's kinda cool. yeah well because I, I used to play tennis and it was just easy for me to work at the place that i was like training at and i was an, a tennis ex- instructor for like i think five five or six years like throughout middle school and into high school and it was a great job it, like i made money and it was awesome and it was easy because i played tennis all day so teaching it was easy mm-hmm. but now i think about it, i was like it would have been so cool to get like restaurant experience yeah. like why didn't i do that well, or like work at, work at like a bookstore like i think about like what would have been cool at a young age with what i was like into or working at like a music store or something like that and it's like why did right. i stay there for that long well i like so i put i the reason why i probably stayed at the jobs i stayed at is i put a lot of emphasis on money yeah like, I, like so like money was always like a motivating factor a top, yeah so like yeah making six bucks an hour under the table doesn't sound like a lot but when you're 16 i was making like 150 bucks a week yeah plus like whatever tips i would get and i'm like okay this is kind of 
dope like that's like for 16 and so like that transferred into like that's why i became a server right because the money was just there yeah. and i could pick up as many shifts right. but I'm well like, then you put the money over the experience mm-hmm. right and that's what happens mm-hmm. and i and picked money over a lot and when you're young for some reason it's told to you that like what you want to do is have less of a struggle right you want to like get a comfortable job so you don't have to like struggle about money like your example but it's like what what people need to know is struggle is good struggle is what makes you who you are you know makes your future self this wasn't like the first thing i said because (laughs) i i will preach this forever like struggling instills a hustle in you that like you you can't teach people yeah and like, like and you can have all the money in the world but if you don't have the, the drive money. and motivation that shit isn't gonna do anything for like you I, I look at like the past and like some of the things i like i i i kind of survived and like gotten through i'm like i i thank god like some of this shit happened because yeah. like i just am a better person for it and i was um listening to a podcast they mentioned joe rogan's podcast which like eh, <sighs> like whatever um but one of the things he said apparently said i don't listen to joe rogan but he said like what do you do with your pain like you're supposed mm. to like like most artists like i think it was like an episode with like miley cyrus um cause she was like oh like i used all of the pain i faced like going through her divorce and like right. her house burning down she's like that's how i made my music and it's like art and the best things come from struggle and pain and it's right. like i you you gotta go through some people shit. create with with the pain that they have yeah and it's and it's a beautiful thing like i yeah. look at frida like, Kahlo. all her all her amazing beautiful paintings were all about like depression and like I know. wanting to leave her husband and like we're not saying like obviously like don't don't go find depression <laughs> right. and don't, don't no. go find hardships but like embrace them when you're in them because like that right. will happen to everybody for sure but i and it's also just weird like having that mindset that like you're not always going to make money. Like, it's like, right. I could have made money at any job. Like, that's just like the person, that's like the kind of hustle that you, that yeah. you have to instill. You could have found happiness at whatever job. And if you didn't find happiness, okay, you leave it to the next one. The fact that you have to tell yourself and you like guilt yourself into staying somewhere when you're not happy because like, this is my job. This is my obligation. Says who? Says you. Like, you literally make that for yourself. And the right. fact that you like think you're like indebted to it is crazy. Oh my God. Tony Robbins who? <laughs> you should be... <laughs> I was like, I was like, uh, I don't know. Should I know no. who that is? <laughs> Your own inspirational speaker. Sometimes I want to. Sometimes Alyssa will go on these like crazy inspirational rants, I like before so we record, and secretly I like want to put my recording on my phone just so I can like have Aww. her say these things and set it like as my ringtone, <laughs> like my alarm every day. <laughs> I'd sue you because I. That's not with my permission. Okay, I'm well, recording. I'm just so kidding. you're being money motivated on that. <laughs> You just want my money. <laughs> I think it's only in the state of California. <laughs> that's funny. Oh my god, that's funny. Oh, seven. I'm gonna say one because seven's my lucky number, and two. I had a different um, saying for this one, but Gabby changed it. Which okay, I didn't change it. I just said you should intro it differently. <laughs> but go for it. You're gonna do it anyways. No, I'm just gonna. Our the the one is I wish I told myself to own my sexuality more. Yeah. I AKA. Slut it up. Slut it up. I, th- I think having a boyfriend uh, hindered me from, like, meeting new people yeah. and exploring that aspect. I, I like, n- I don't mean, like, slut it up in, like, a sense, like, I'm just going to go sleep with 150 people. I mean, slut it up as in do whatever I feel like I doing. Think, I think you mean that by taking taking back the meaning of the word. Yeah. Like, 
Uh, the word exactly. slut is used as such a, a derogatory negative and such thing. such a negative thing. And it's so mean to women. Like it's hor- like it's horrible. Like being called a slut, I remember when I was like 16 and 17. That's the worst thing you could be called. And it's like it was you horrible. feel so disgusting about yourself. It's like just because I talk about sex and just because I, I like how my, my cleavage looks. Vibrator <laughs> and my forced new vibrator. And I like having my tits out. I like wearing short stuff. Right. I like showing off my legs. And I like that, showing off my curves. Like That, that doesn't make me a, 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 a slut. But if it, if it does, like if, if that's what you categorize as a slut then yes i'm a slut in every yeah. ha- in every demeaning of it but it's like people changed the meeting and made it something that's not but owning your sexuality i think especially going to catholic school yeah and experiencing this shame oh around. yeah the shame around a skirt being higher than your knees um but like wanting it your to be shoulders your being knees. shown like, why is this so uh, bad jeans that hug your hips like it was horrible like uh, oh god you could you had to earn the the, the privilege of having a strapless dress yeah. for your prom in in senior year but it's yeah. like why you're you're the one that sexualized that like right. uh, like this these are my shoulders like <laughs> these I, are my sh- I just want to show them <laughs> but i would have i would have kissed more people i would have worn something that you wanted to instead of think twice about I it i would have talked about masturbation years prior because yeah. i was doing it and lo and behold so was everybody else it's just nobody was nobody talking was talking about, about, it. about it um i probably would have had my first orgasm a lot earlier in life yeah. than i did when i had sex a hundred percent like you just and now it's like I mean, thankfully you like get there, but like you're, you're like owning it and right. you're more comfortable with it. But all the people that are like sexually suppressed because of like what they told themselves right. when they were younger, I feel so bad for these people. Or, or, or their meaning of what, um, sexuality is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like some people have such a, a PG mindset of what sexuality is and it's like, it's okay to like want certain things. It's okay to, to, to want to express who you are sex. Like it's okay. I, I know. And I, I think, like, a lot of, like, my views around sex right now, th- like, they come from then. Like, yeah. there's, like, is the reason I don't watch or, like, porn because I thought porn was dirty. Yeah. Like, when I was in high school and or grade school. Or even school. when we were in Catholic school that you would go That's to hell. What, that you were, like, it's so, like, I, <laughs> you were still on the, to this day. You were on the list of going to hell. <laughs> still to this day, I, I don't watch it. Right. And I don't need it, to. Because it's like, been I, embedded in your mind for so yeah, long. Yeah, now I'm just, like. I, I think I tried You've watching adapted. it. You've adapted. I remember being in, like, I was, like, a, a sleepover and we I don't know why we do some weird shit, but it's like when everything is so suppressed, you think like everything is like the best. So you just like have to hide it yeah. and you're doing it. So we Isn't turned on so por- like a, a porno Yeah. in like, I don't know what grade we were in, but I'm like, I felt so dirty after I watched it. Cause it's like, it's like fun in the moment, but the second it turns off, you're like, Oh my God, I'm going to hell. I got to go God, tell my mom. Yeah. Like I'm what like, my parents are going to find I gotta out go to confession, which fuck everyone at Catholic school is going to find out. Like you yeah. just, it, but it, it, you're so right you're so true because like when you are in like high school and middle school it's like such a secret like you can't talk about it we can't talk about sex yeah and you also like you, you know <laughs> you think it's wrong to be wet and to be turned on and to be horny like right. that's people like right shame that feeling i know instead of embracing <laughs> it <laughs> me and my me and my friends from um like middle school i f- i feel like we weren't weird we were weird like behind the scenes right like when you do the sleepovers and you like do weird watch things porn. right like watch <laughs> porn we had a strip auction once between us we would like we sat in a circle and we put all these names of boys that we loved that were like oh my god like we love him he's so hot like oh my god and we would strip our own clothes off for them were they there oh no they weren't there which is 
<laughs> but it would be like i'm willing to give off my my shirt for this guy and then the other girl would be like oh but i'm giving away my shirt and my pants I for this guy yeah i want to exactly <laughs> and it's so it's i mean it's so stupid and funny to think back on it now but it's like that happened because it was so like to to like it was to like sexualize boys that you had a crush on or to like yeah. think of your body as like a sexual thing Temp- like it, it was it, which it is like what wasn't allowed so you I know. you would just do things that you seemed felt right in the moment because you're like uh, nobody talks about nobody, it it's like you're just like trying to get it out in right. any way you can it's, yes it's so funny oh my god so slut it up and take back what the word slut means yeah and don't ever call a woman a slut in a derogatory way don't ever do that ever 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 period period okay <clears throat> moving on <coughs> number oh this is your favorite one. <laughs> <laughs> no number seven was my favorite one number eight um money save your money <laughs> yeah learn oh my god i wish i knew how to save money and i also wish i knew how to like i think this also goes with like the school system and how trash it is but like learn how finances work i didn't have my first accounting class till i was about 16 in high school by then it's already too high school fucking late. i don't even think my high school had accounting but even but even in like it was junior year of high school like that's when you became like yeah. that's when you were like, like you were like class. an adult yeah and uh, by by then like you're already thinking about your first credit card yeah. by then you probably already have like your first job and you're like right. deciding what to do with your money but also i think a lot of how your parents treat money those become your views on money so yeah. if your parents have like an unhealthy relationship with money you're gonna and have they're an not unhealthy, good with saving yeah. and they like they're just not good with it yeah. like then i became like not good with it. like i yeah. and also like even my work ethic can mm-hmm. attest to that like i work so much because i just want to make as much money as possible right but then it's like i i work hard to spend more and it's like right. no i could probably work less if i just saved some of my fucking right. money also having an ira the earlier you get an ira like the better the compound interest or whatever i don't even i can't even really explain compound interest <laughs> but i just know that the earlier you set it up like the better it is yeah. for you and i'm like i can't believe nobody tells you nobody tell, even stocks like learning about like stocks and stuff yes. like i wish i knew i wish i knew i wish somebody taught me they don't teach you this in school but like the value and importance of like tipping because mm. i remember you know we would that's you would you would have that's a whole different like, but no I, so an example that. is like i remember going out you know when you would like ask your parents to drop you off at applebee's after mm-hmm. going to like a movie and like you'd stay out till nine but you would bring like the 25 dollars that you had yeah. right but you would order something and like i i remember to this day i still do it because i feel like at such a young age i've always went into panic it's like how much do i tip yeah you have to factor that in you have to factor that yeah. in and you never knew and like i oh, i wish somebody taught me at a young age like what's what's an appropriate and good mm-hmm. amount to tip mm-hmm. soon you're younger you're like oh two dollars yeah, like, but you don't know I, I i i try to instill this in my sister so hard she's 17 but like i we would go to rita's and i would give her like rita's is water ice <laughs> rita's water ice i would give her I don't know, like maybe 10 bucks for her blendini, which would wind up being like five bucks. Uh-huh. Or if I gave her 20, like I remember this one time, I was like, oh, where's my change? She's like, I gave them the rest of the change. And meanwhile, the change was $8. And I'm like, you know what? I can't even be mad at you because I appreciate the effort that you're tipping, but you're just tipping with my money. With my <laughs> money. <laughs> Next time, maybe tip with your money. And then you could see that maybe you should She was being 30%. charitable with your money. <laughs> right. But I, I think just like every aspect of money from the stocks, from yes. uh, like getting your credit card, like, I think even or even such a negative relationship with credit cards yes building your credit is, is so, so important, important at like, such a young age having no credit is worse than neg- than bad credit a hundred percent so it's yeah. like if people have 
a build your credit at a young age also like learning about um how a, a bank account works at such a young age i wish yeah. i knew i wish somebody would teach me like you have to because you have to have a certain amount and whether it's a checking or a savings account you can't take this much out I if know. you're going like there's certain like rules to it where or it's like, like i wish i, kn- like, I don't yeah even know. I, I still don't even know what that is what the hell mutual funds is that something i I just am like picking out terms but also going back to stocks in the accounting class when you got because you took it your junior and senior year Mm -hmm. and your senior year there was a finance guy that would come once a week to the accounting class and he would give there you'd be split up in two groups and i think he gave maybe like 300 bucks each group real money because he was he was in finance and like like dealt with stocks and each group got to pick their stocks that they wanted to invest in huh and that's kind of cool at the end of the year he would give like pay us the dividends like how much we made on the right. stock we bought into apple we wound up each getting my group uh, obviously it was the best group but we got <laughs> we wound up getting a check i think at the end of the year for like 227 dollars that's because like we only had 300 dollars to work with but apple stock was so fucking cheap right in what 2007 yeah or no 2011 no, uh yeah 2011 and i'm like i wish I knew the importance. Like if I were to just take a thousand bucks from my savings right. account at that time and invest in an Apple in 2011, right. four or 10 years later, like that could be like a hundred thousand dollars. I know. I mean, well, even no, but I like that example because I wish, um, I wish our teachers when we were in school taught certain things using like real life examples right. like like you learn you learn about math, but like being able to learn math and the values of like the financials that come with it mm-hmm. and like using a real life scenario mm-hmm. versus like, Hey, at, at one point in your life, you might need to learn division. And no, like you fucking don't. To, like right, right. it would be better to learn, to learn those skills using real life situations that actually happen often. But even at 16, 17, it was already too late. Oh yeah. Like, no, you, yeah. like you need to learn that shit as, as soon as possible. Yeah. yeah. You're right. So learn your finances guys. What's number nine? Ooh, explore who you want to be. So number nine, um, I think we both talked about because we always, ca- I mean, I always cared about who I was through like other people's eyes. Yeah. And it sucks because I feel like even now to this day, it took until like my late twenties to like really establish who I want to be mm-hmm. and who, and like, I guess the, the characteristics of like what makes me happy and what I want to represent and like my own morals and like, without feeling guilty, without feeling gu- not even guilty, but even like shameful, yeah. I guess. Cause like you, as an adult in the real world, you, you, you come across a lot of people in a lot of situations, a lot of jobs, a lot of um, opportunities. And it's like, you mold yourself into what you, or, or I guess you mold yourself into what you want someone else to see you as, Yeah, I know. whether that's like a job, um, a new group of people um like it, it's basically like anywhere i'm still like working through that yeah like, i know like I'm, I'm getting to a point where like i know who i am and i know who i want to be but then i'll get in certain situations and i'll be around older like old people yeah. and I'll, I'll fall back into like the old habits yeah and i'm like cause i'm just so afraid of just like being my true self but it's like uh, what when did i like when why do i care what you think about me it, it's so crazy people and are, i wish i knew that at like, a young yeah. age i really people, wish i did people are going to not like you regardless yeah. of what you do like you can't win like you can't please everyone yeah, right you can't that's, please everyone yeah, yeah. That's, that's the overarching yeah. theme you know it's a, a funny thing that uh me and my husband were actually talking about um a couple weeks ago do you know the the shoes vans yeah so Don't, i like, remember i live under a fucking okay rock. yeah well no <laughs> shit okay well i'm trying to use it as an example do you know nike <laughs> <laughs> i think it's pronounced nike <laughs> 
no but the shoe the the shoe brand vans back like i remember when i was in middle school um and i would go to like local like like band shows and things like that like i would wear vans and converse and things like that like Mm -hmm. that type of shoe and even my husband talks about it because he was in a bunch of like bands when he was growing up and he was like that was like the loser shoe like you would wear that and like it was like for the like punk kids and like all this shit and nowadays you see every fucking kid every jock it's 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 like now like the cool trend right but even something like that i remember back in the day being like i should get like a pair of like really cool like nikes or something so i could like fit in more instead of wearing like these converse because people make fun of me for it's like why so who gives a shit i remember i simply remember i was in grade school i think i left wait tired (laughs) There's actually a couple of Um, No, I think I, my mom took me uh, shoe shopping uh-huh. and I was in fourth or fifth grade, mm-hmm. whatever, whether it was fourth grade or fifth grade, I was about three grades too late to be wearing light up shoes. <laughs> I picked out these light up shoes. They were pink and blue and they lit up pink and blue and they were Nikes, I think. And I thought they were the oh. coolest fucking thing known to mankind. <laughs> my mom bless her heart like she tried to talk me out of these shoes so bad but like she just wanted them she let me she let me get them on the back end my brother um at the time um he was a huge sneaker fanatic he was Mm -hmm. six years older than me he bought every new sneaker out like he matched everything to his shoes he was very stylish in the shoe department yeah so when I came home with these fucking light up shoes, he refused to let me go to school in them. And so he gave me, they were like, um, like I had gym day the next day and like obviously getting made fun of by my brother. I'm like, okay, like I just won't wear them, but like I wanted to wear them. He gave me an older pair of, they were like old school Nikes. Mm-hmm. Like now, if I still had them, like they, they would they're look in do- they're, they're like they're, vintage they're, they're, cute yes, thrifty so yeah so i went to school that day and also my brother bought me carmelo anthony's after this because like <laughs> i had because like he just could not have me with the light ups but the carmelo anthony's in the like the light blue and yellow yeah. i felt so cool but prior to that he gave me like his old pair of shoes they now they would be in i got made fun of for them i remember one person said something to me because like i wasn't i already wasn't comfortable because i already right. felt shoe shamed for my light up shoes that i wanted to that i wanted to wear and then i felt shoe shamed for the sneakers that i was forced to wear because my brother was afraid of me wearing the light up shoes at school so i went up to the principal's office and said i didn't feel gonna have my dad pick me up oh my because, god and that's I was like, so sad all because of shoes and then that's when my brother bought me the the 120 dollars. i think they were carmel anthony's oh my god that's so sad but i wish like why didn't i want to just let me wear the fucking light up shoes yeah. I would have got made fun of a hundred percent, but who cares? You would have been lighting up that whole, I that whole no gym floor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where I was going with that, but just like, no, I, but like, it's the example of like the, the things the, like, in your mind that, that was something that made you happy and it fit your personality. But then I got destroyed right. by other people's opinions. And that goes to show you that everybody goes through it. Uh-huh. Like everybody has the insecurity of like owning their own personality and trying to figure out who you are. Also, I'm a big proponent of like having different personalities throughout your life like i think my younger self mm-hmm. i did go through those like fa- right you go through like the different like people. the emo phase and yeah. like the jock fa- like there's different phases of your life and i think that's healthy because it's like every year especially at a young age you grow so much so uh, i mean not to bring on miley cyrus again but i stand her she actually said i don't know where she said this at but she said that um are you having a brain fart 
Oh, no. Uh, I don't know why I just looked away like that. I was so dramatic. What's she that? said that she basically, this now this is dramatic, but I love it. She says that she basically says like goodbye to herself every night. She's like, cause like every day what? she's like growing into a different version of herself and she's learning and like she's, she's changing. So like every night she goes to bed, one person and like wakes up to embrace like the new, <gasps> the new version of herself. That's kind of cool. Which like every night, maybe a little dramatic, maybe every season. Yeah. I mean, Hey, year. it's a little, it's your own TLC, which I like. That's kind of cool. I know. Yeah. So, you know, obviously I wish I told myself that at a young age, but like you still have the rest of your life. So keep evolving guys. Evolve to your next Pokemon stage. Mm-hmm. Okay, number 10. We saved the best for last because we, we stand this really hard. Oh, we're so really hard. big proponents. Is that a word? Yeah. Of mental health. Yeah. So when we were... Hi, our trauma's <laughs> here. <laughs> Hi, trauma. <laughs> um, nice to see you. Oh, please, please <laughs> come out of your dark hole just for a little bit. Say hi to us and then please go back. My... So when we were doing this, I thought this was super important because I think um, because of how our parents were raised and the society that they know it didn't really accept mental illness Mm -hmm. and it didn't really accept people feeling a certain type of way. I wish I told myself that like how I feel isn't normal and like, I don't always have to feel like it because that there's something that can actually be done about it. Like I, I told multiple episodes on the podcast. I I pick my lips out of, uh, cause like of OCD. I started picking my lips since I was like in kindergarten and like, I do the same thing with my, my fingers. Your fingers, but it's like, I, I thought that like, was where did like that a, come from? I thought that was like a normal trait right. for me for the rest of my life. Like I never thought it was something I had to stop. Exactly. And I thought it's something everybody did like to pick your, to pick your lips until they bleed to the point that like you just want to feel the hurt and like you want to feel the pain. Like right. that's crazy. Like, yeah. well, not crazy, but like it's, it's just not normal. Like right. the, the anxiety that you feel like when you call, when you make a call to the, to order. Gab, yeah, like I Gabby. <laughs> Gabby hates. Ordering. I hate ordering anything over the phone. Anything. But that 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 anxiety, the anxiety of right. like being alone, the anxiety of like the first yeah. day of school. It's like some of that stuff is like, it's just like a natural feeling. But like the the depression and the listening to the sad songs, and then yeah. you can't get out of your bed, and then you're not feeling motivated right. to live and like to like do your life. Is not normal when you're not young. Normal. And it's so funny because when me and Alyssa were talking about this, we were bringing up like examples. Like I remember being young, and when I was going through, you know, like the the about to go into high school like puberty like you hated the world and I remember looking back at that and I was like wow I my in my in my mom's mind she was like you're such a little brat you're you're a little bitch you're a little brat like you're you're selfish you don't you don't care about anything but I'm like that wasn't the reality the reality was I was depressed I right or like when you would be called lazy because you wouldn't get out of bed like of course some of it is like yeah you are lazy but i remember looking back at those moments and most of those moments was me just wanting to not look at i didn't want to talk to anyone i didn't want to go out into the world i didn't want to and it's like oh she's lazy because she doesn't want to fold the laundry oh she's lazy because she doesn't want to help out with the dishes like like i was depressed you have no idea what people are going through (laughs) yeah crying like my eyes out yes and when we were younger depression wasn't a it just wasn't it didn't have enough attention mental health did not have enough attention like but which which makes you feel crazy because like yeah my entire family suffers from mental health so, so it's just but like nobody addresses to, it to see that everybody is like to, going to see my same, brother yeah. bipolar and to see the ups and downs and the the anxiety and the depression yeah. that they're dealing with it but it's like we all see it but nobody's addressing, addressing it. it and you're also like, because uh, they don't know better better either I know. you know they didn't know any better i know and it's so funny because when you brought up like the lip picking and how i pick my fingers when i'm stressed my mom did that 
or she still does it. And I remember at a young age looking at my mom doing it. I was like, oh, my, it has to be genetics. Nope. It's not fucking genetics. genetics. It's we're both, <laughs> we're both anxious bitches. <laughs> you both need help. Yeah. Therapy. And it's okay. And that's, that's I wish. Yeah. So I we wish. wish told me yeah. it was okay. We wish at, at a young age we knew that it was okay to ask for help when it came to, to feelings. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's number 10. So trauma, please go back into your dark hole. <laughs> please don't come back out. <laughs> please so those are the top 10 things like the major key points um there's obviously a hundred thousand things those are kind of just like our umbrella topics yeah. like they lead into so many different subtopics that would have been helpful yeah. 10 years ago but hey here we hashtag are the more you know <laughs> hashtag better late than never yep um so we wanted to actually talk about some funny ones that we were like we were going back and forth and we were like yeah these are like the obvious like big umbrella ones like huge life-changing moments but then there's some that were like how did we not know this uh yeah how did we not know this so we'll just go back and forth you start okay number one i wish i knew that you didn't have to type in www dot every time you researched something on the internet like i i think i did that until i think like I still 20 do it, to be honest till 20 something like i remember doing it with um my friend tom and I don't know what we were looking up, but I typed in www. He goes, are you real? You know, you know, you don't have to like type that every time. Right. And I was like, yeah, you I, do. I, when he told me that I, I thought I like, like figured out national treasure or some shit like I that. Know. I was like, you're lying to me. Well, you know, so like when you go, like when I go on my web browser and like I'm about to type in, like I want to search something. Yeah. I always go to google.com. Whereas no, like, now uh, you can just you can just put it on nope, the top and it nope, google.com. I have to type it in Google. But <laughs> um, one thing I wish I knew was don't leave home without your phone charge or your charger. I was in one of the worst predicaments ever. It was, it was like not a dangerous situation. My phone died. I'm really bad with directions. I need directions on my phone. Yeah. I have never cursed myself out more in my <laughs> entire fucking life. That how could I be so fucking stupid? Stupid. Till like I also maybe I should learn how to read a map or to use directions. They didn't but teach like, us that. My I wish I knew everything. Like yeah. so like, to have to have everything not charged. Yeah. Stupid. So stupid. Um. I don't know if anybody knows this, um, but I was today years old when I learned that the I still don't believe this. I have to that try the this. dishwasher, your the top level of your dishwasher, is collapsible. There are locks on the side of your top level dishwasher that you can unhook, and it lowers the top so you can fit bigger things in there. Lie. It is not a lie. <laughs> Everybody who's listening, go to your fucking kitchen and try this on your dishwasher. It's amazing. I know we've all been in that situation where you're like. I have these huge pots that I don't want to fucking wash with my hands. I want to put them in the dishwasher and they don't fit. Unhook the top of your dishwasher. It lowers. Okay. I was today's years old. Uh, I wish I learned to take better care of cars. Oh my I'm God. I'm on like my third car and I'm <laughs> trash with cars. Like I just, I just wish somebody told me. I actually remember because like Gabby said, like, don't wait till your car is on E. Oh my God. Which I, I literally just got gas today because I had like one mile left on my car. <laughs> But talk about anxiety I, why do we do that to ourselves everybody does it I, why i don't just fucking we, fill your gas tank ma- or just like when you realize that you're out of gas just go to the gas station but i remember actually reading an article in cosmo because i was really obsessed with cosmo when i was younger and it was like ways to save money like if there was like a like, little piece and yeah. towards the back 
And one of the ways that they saved money, I kid you fucking not, <laughs> they said that you don't need to get your oil changed. Like, that's a way to save, like, $300 no, a year. No, no. You have to get you your oil to. changed. Who? I want to know. I'm not sure. I want to know the first and last name and the address I of that person who wrote that article in that, Cosmo. I was, like, I was like, wow. Like, there's you don't have to, like, people lie about So this. tell me, how many years did it take you to change your oil after reading that? Well, I invested my entire savings into my first car. And within, I don't know, eight months, my car blew. Because <laughs> nobody <laughs> fucking told me. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, that's that's a huge one. Take yeah. care of your car. I wish I knew that. The amount of age. money that my lessons have cost me has been a lot. <laughs> so, um, I wish I knew that it wasn't illegal to turn on the light in your car at night. Sidebar: Your parents told you that. My parents told yeah. me the same thing. Our parents lied to us a lot. They did. I, don't I literally. Know I remember. Don't you remember like being young and driving and you drop something in your car and you're like, oh my god. Oh my so you yeah, would turn the on cops. the light real quick and every car that drove by you're like oh my god it's a cop i'm gonna get arrested the light in- inside of my car is on i wish that i learned now i will say i'm not too on <laughs> horn i think i'm very good at this now but it's also one of my biggest pet peeves because i know how easy it is to learn to read the fucking room <laughs> i have learned so many social skills just by being in the being a server in the restaurant industry learn to read the room the the, the lack of social cues that people don't have yeah or the people have they have the lack of the social cues yeah. whatever is so bad like I, cr- I i cringe for them read the room yeah uh, yeah everybody's got to learn that at a young age um this one's the most simple thing that you can think of easiest thing tell me be nice oh. everybody should learn at a young age to just be nice. I just want everybody to know one. it takes more energy to go out of your way to be an asshole. Mm-hmm. Just be nice. Say thank you. Say please. Hold the door. Be respectful. Just don't be late. Just like be just nice. be nice, man. Like ugh. you let so many things like turn you bitter, and you think that that's how you have to be. Right. But like you said, it takes so much more energy to think about being mean and to be spiteful and to yeah. be petty. Like just be uh, nice. I, I mean, I used to be really nice. <laughs> like, I got to get back to that. <laughs> I've stopped. I've, That's, I, that, wait, wait, wait. What do you, do you see that? Look at it in the distance. Oh, it's the trauma. She's coming back out. <laughs> She's going back out. I looked. I was like, Who's She's there? creeping back. <laughs> <laughs> what a good note to yeah. uh, end on. Yeah, good note to end on. So in the topic and theme of, you know, going into 2021, setting new goals for yourself and kind of, um, you know, figuring out what you want to do. We actually, for for the table this week, are bringing you um, a planner. So Golden Coil is actually a, um, a company that provides beautiful and customized notebooks and planners and like it's actually really fun because me and me and Liz think differently about what our planners look like. Yeah. Um, and I know sometimes when I buy a new planner, sometimes it's not like laid out the right way that I want. But mm-hmm. this company actually um, makes it customized for however layout you want. They have a bunch of different uh, types and templates. For all you control freaks out there. Yeah. Hi, present. Hashtag me. <laughs> <laughs> but it's actually really neat. And, you know, now is um, a great time to invest in a really nice planner to bring in 2021 the way you want to. Uh, yes. Uh, we love organization. <laughs> we love 2021 already. <laughs> yeah, we, we can't wait to meet you. <laughs> Stay safe in the in the last couple weeks of the season finale of oh. the 2020. <laughs> Hang in there, kids. I hope there's not a plot twist. 
<laughs> that wraps up this week's episode um and we will see you all next week bye, bye.